Welcome, everybody, to another live conversation here on Latra TV. My name is Steve, and you're probably thinking to yourself, hey, wait, where's Olga? Where's Olga? Uh, she's not here today. She actually takes a day off. So I am joined by Nara, uh, my wonderful co-host today. And as usual, we have two amazing guests. Uh, Renee and Anthea, I want to welcome you guys to the show and the program today. Uh, I'd love it if you guys would just take a little bit of time, introduce yourselves, tell us about you and what you do. And then we're going to be getting into our conversation about the Creative Society and how to make this place that we live on called Planet Earth just a little bit better. So Renee and Anthony, tell us a little bit about you. Well, thanks for having us. We're excited to be here today. We really love what you guys are doing. So uh, it's really important. And the fact that you're getting so many interesting people from all walks of life out there with their stories is just such an amazing idea. We love it. So anyway, we, uh, we are the founders of uh, something called Blue Soul Earth, and essentially we ignite consciousness, global consciousness, one soul at a time. Uh, we do that through spiritual retreats around the world on sacred land. We do that through uh, events and um, courses, online courses, uh, as well as uh, energy healing. So what we really try to do is we try to get people to really become in touch with who they truly are in this lifetime. And we do that through different types of energy healing, um, different types of readings and things of that nature. It's literally igniting their soul. Yeah. Allowing them to really step to their best potential, yeah. I guess you could say. So stepping into their soul's purpose and really doing what excites them and ignites ignites their soul's purpose, if you like. Step stepping into their passion. Yeah, literally setting them free <laughs> in this lifetime. That's really amazing uh, what you do. And since you have all this uh, experience, uh, I would also like to ask what you think what is that main purpose that can bring all people together that, you know, as you mentioned, the oneness, uh, when we view from this oneness theory. So what is it that can bring all people together? Mm -hmm. Boy, that's a very good question. I think one of the most important ideas is that we are all together. We are all one. We are not separate from each other. During this pandemic, I think what we can see is that everybody has, we all came together, whether it's through Zoom, whatever the, the, the platform was, we all came together even closer. And we all realized that we are all part of the human family and that this pandemic touches all of us and we truly are one family and we're not separate from each other. And that's the beautiful thing about it. And that um, I, I, I'm such a believer in positive thinking and in love itself that it can bring us all together. We just have to be in that, that idea and in that positivity and in that resonance. Mm, that's very powerful. Uh, Renee, you brought up the fact that you did some work uh, in 11 different countries, you were a journalist. Um, do you mind sharing just a few minutes about that? And then Anthony as well, tell us just a little bit about your background so we get to know you as, as people 
Uh, and then we're going to dive into some of these deeper conversations about creative society and about how to follow up what you just said. How do we bring that oneness into reality? Sure, sure. Um, well, I wasn't a journalist in all 11 countries, but I have lived in 11 countries, including the United States, which is where we're based now. And, you know, one of the things that I found in traveling all over the world is that how much we actually have in common rather than, you know, what separates us. And so whether it was living in a small village and teaching English in Kenya or um, squashing grapes <laughs> in the south of France, <laughs> living on a kibbutz in Israel, you know, doing lots of different things uh, around the world in all of these different continents, I just, you know, you, re you really realize the most important things in life, which is humanity and interconnectedness to community. And I think as Anthony pointed out, this pandemic has really shown us in so many ways, right? How interconnected we are as a global society. <laughs> Anthony, how about That's, you? Tell us a little bit about your background. Um, a little bit about my background. I am by profession, I'm a pediatric speech and language pathologist. So what I do, um, what I've been trained to do for the last 25 years of my life, I work with children who have speech and language disorders. I'm a bilingual speech and language pathologist, so I work in the Hispanic community and I work with children and I help them to communicate. And one of the most important things is our ability to communicate, um, especially with children that have autism or any type of um, linguistic disorder. It's so important that these children are able to communicate with their peers and especially with their parents. It's the parents wanna communicate with their children so much. And this is what I help them do. I help them to learn how to communicate with each other. And it really brings the family so close together. It's beautiful to see how they can all communicate as one again. That's truly amazing, you know, uh, whatever you mentioned, it's really inspiring. And one more thing here to mention is that our project, the Creative Society, uh, the key component is also, you know, communication. Yeah. And uh, by communicating with different uh, people from different backgrounds, different spheres um, of life, we're also showing this unity. We're also showing the the uh, how we're all one just by communication, and and also the other you know components that you said about is it was really wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Renee and Anthony, I love technology. Uh, Renee. <laughs> I muted myself twice. I came out of the tech world for about 15, 20 years. So tell I me about it. Twice. You know, my, my wife is like, I wish I had a mute button. I'm, I don't have to, you can just mute me myself. Uh, but here's my question. Uh, one of the things we talk about a lot, and you mentioned oneness, but how important is, the, and the idea of what, how important is, and two, how do we begin to take more personal responsibility to connect with people who might be different than us. Maybe they live differently, they think differently, um, whether it's look, think, believe differently. How do we take that personal responsibility to reach out across those boundaries? 
That's a great question. I mean, one of the other things that we do in addition to our spiritual healing and teaching work, we run an online travel magazine. <laughs> yeah, we have our hands in a lot of different things. And, you know, we, we spoke last year at the New York Times Travel Show on transformative travel about this very, very topic, how that when we go into these cultures, how rather than go to a place to check you know, a box off on a list, on your bucket list, to really be entrenched in the culture that you're going to and learn the customs and feel into what's meaningful for them, you know? And in this way, like a whole new opportunity just blossoms in terms of your travel experience. It literally transforms you. So it's not about, you know, the, the things that you do in this particular place. It's about spending the time with the people in in the culture. I mean, that's, you know, that's what our whole talk was, in fact, last year, which was a little bit new for the show, because, you know, there's such a thing as kind of immersive travel. But, you know, transformative travel is when you're truly connected to the people on the land, you know, I mean, there's nothing like that. Um, having lived all over the world, and both of us were foreign exchange students as well, what seems like a 1000 years ago now, and also, you know, being able to pick up uh, language and linguistics and what Anthony refers to as code switching, right? Where we can learn about another culture through, well, you want to explain code switching? <laughs> well, I mean, I want to, first, I want to stress how important it is that from a very young age that we be introduced to other cultures, other languages, other ideas, other philosophies, and um, as a young man, and I know Renee as well, we were foreign exchange student. I lived in Europe, I lived in Belgium, and I spoke Dutch and French. And that and I, just- I went, I went to South Africa. You went to South Africa? Yeah, so we didn't have a choice yeah. where you go when you're a foreign exchange student. Many of you who have done that know you, you go where the cards fall. And that was just, <laughs> that was one of the catapults that got me to study linguistics and language and culture. And it, it literally opens you up as a human being to all of the possibilities and to see how different you are, but yet how the same you are with everybody in all of these different countries. Um, and transformative travel, oh, when you can immerse yourself into the culture and into the people, into the food, the dance, you become a truly opened human being. Well, and you become, you become who they are. I, yes. th I think that's the other thing. I mean, in our spiritual work, you know, and spiritual masters like Eckhart Tolle and Adi Ashanti and all of these guys speak of this too, is that we're really so much more than these physical bodies. We're mm. energy, right? And quantum physics, not to go down a rabbit hole, but if you want to <laughs> dive into the advancements of what quantum physics has come up with, they are now starting to see, right, that, you know, matter and waves are the same, right? There, there's no difference. And so we are energy. We are what the cosmos is made of. We are made of the universe. And so when you think about that perspective, can you imagine a world where if we truly understood that we were more than these physical bodies, Mm -hmm. and that we were energy first, we wouldn't see things like race or culture or sex or, you know, there wouldn't be the kind of divisiveness that we have as a global society because all of those barriers would be taken down. You know, we would just see our energy footprint. <laughs> our vibrational pattern. 
not to get too that, esoteric, Tanya. <laughs> that's uh, true. And it's really, you know, it's really inspiring what you're learning, what you're teaching. Also, you know, this one is this idea of uh, that we're all the same, we're all the same. Uh, we're energy first, yeah. Then, yeah. And this is also, you know, part of if we come up uh, to our project, Creative Society, this is also one of the basics that we're now bring people together to concentrate more on our moral, spiritual values. Uh, and we're, you know, saying that the root problem today is that we're mostly concentrated on the material part of us. Yeah. And that we need to bring back our uh, moral and sp spiritual values and all the cultures, all the people have those you know, in their uh, cultures, in their religions, we just need to realize it and just bring it up together and make it our basics, basics of the global society. We need to return to our roots. Every yes, single culture, exactly. I mean, we kind of look to our indigenous brothers and sisters and say, you know, they knew the way, right? They knew some of the um, biggest advancements in astronomy thousands of years ago by looking at the stars and following the stars and knowing that we're connected to the land, treating Gaia the way she should be treated, right? With respect, you know, and we've lost that. And I think, you know, we need to look deeper than just our indigenous brothers and sisters because every single culture, right? Has some kind of pagan roots. It does, right? We all knew how to be connected to the land, all of us. And we've lost that. And, you know, that's one of the big things, you know, in our work is really bridging the gap and the divide between science and spirituality. And, you know, it's been done for thousands of years trying to get these two, these two disciplines to talk to each other without, without blowing each other up, right? I mean, the scientists don't want to, right? You know, but they're two disciplines, if you like, that are really looking at the same thing, the existence of humanity, where we all come from, why we're here, what's our purpose, and they're just doing it from different vantage points and they're using different language. Yeah, and you're so right. And the idea that, and right now, let's face it, we can look around the world and see pain and suffering. Um, for those of you people watching that don't know, the Creative Society is on the platform of Alapka Unites and I probably can't do it justice the way Olga and Nara probably could, but I'll do my best. So what the Alatra Unites program and Alatra International had basically gone around the world and interviewed thousands and thousands of people asking a simple question. What makes you happy? What kind of life would you like? And from that became these concepts, the creative society, the eight pillars, the eight foundations, where everyone said, you know what? I want to live in a world that these base principles exist. I'm going to ask our producer to, to make, to show you just a quick video of what these eight foundations are. Then we're going to actually talk about them and let you guys Tell us what's your vision of a creative society. So uh, let's go ahead and take a look at the eight foundations real quick.
Thank you. Those are the eight foundations. The eight foundations, the eight pillars are designed to work in unity. They're, they're interconnected, they're intertwined. There is not one that steps apart. But as we were talking before, uh, you guys brought up that trans uh, tr number four, transparency and openness of information for all did resonate a little bit with you. I'm going to go ahead and ask our producer to pull that up on the screen. I'm going to read that. And I'm going to ask you guys to share your opinions and then we'll just continue this conversation. Transparency and openness of information for all is this. Every human has the right to receive reliable information about the movement and distribution of public funds. Each human has access to information about the status of implementation of the society's decision. The mass media belongs exclusively to the society and reflects information truthfully, openly, and honestly. I'd love you guys just to talk a little bit about how do you see, and we'll just go with the mass media piece, how important is it in a creative society to bring us together? I absolutely love the transformational travel concept. And I wish we had a whole other show to talk about that by itself, because how important do you see the mass media and media in general and the openness and transparency help us get together? And loaded question, but you know, <laughs> loaded question. So, you know, in traveling all over the world and living all over the world, you know, let's be clear, we cannot take our democratic freedoms and our rights for granted. Um, I've lived in places where people have hadn't, haven't had the basic freedoms that you guys speak about in the creative society. And, you know, I, you know, I would argue that some of the other ones are even more important, like human life, human freedom, safety, right? You know, human trafficking, this still happens in the world, human trafficking. How is it possible that this happens? So these are basic needs of society, um, you know, in regard to the one that you brought up with transparency, I think you know, we're seeing, um, and I will not, you know, speak of politics, because we'll certainly honor that. But, you know, just right now, as a global society, we're seeing, uh, you know, just a lot of confusion right now around the media and, um, you know, fake news and all of these things um, coming up. As a society, we deserve, all of us around the world, the right to fair, just unbiased information. That should be the role of the media. And I've been on the PR side for many years. I've been a journalist, a photographer, right? It is so important when I was, what, 19 years old, mm -hmm. I brought some information across the Tibetan border to get over to the authorities so that that free information could be made. This was like 1989, I think it was. So media essentially should serve the people. It should serve the people and their basic human rights to receive fair and just information. I think, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. The media should never ever take any political side. It should be completely separate from government. It is a part of who we are. We have the right to free information, correct information, just information, scientific information and this is a basic human right that we as a planet share together we should all have this freedom and um again i don't like getting political but what we've seen here 
that never take your freedom for granted. And um, <laughs> yeah, and transparency yeah. is so key. Transparency is very important. Oh, yes. So key, you know, affiliations, right? All of that stuff, all of these basic things. You know, I was in the world of journalism before yeah. blogging and then did blogging and had, you know, several blogging platforms. And suddenly everybody had a megahorn, which is a beautiful thing. But at the end of the day, if you're not transparent about who you're connected to or whatever, we've lost that basic right. We've lost that basic ability, I should say, to receive um, fair and just information, mm -hmm. right? In a transparent way. I could go on on this <laughs> for hours, yeah, actually. Talk, right? <laughs> I was in the former Soviet Union in 1985. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and Eastern Europe as well. So, you know, there's a lot of, lot of, uh, lot of avenues we could go with this. But <laughs> suffice to say, let's not take our democratic freedoms for granted. And I like how you brought up this is, and you mentioned it, it's part of the human right. Uh, yes. We have the right to information, yes. and that's what we hope the creative society will bring about one day, is where all governments say, you know what, yes, we are going to be transparent. Yeah, yeah. yep, yep, yep. China, Afghanistan, Iran, I mean, these, you know, we need, we need our brothers and sisters to be able to... Well, if we confess it, we need it everywhere. Even yeah. here in America, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what the creative society is about. It needs to be worldwide, not just in single country, but worldwide in order for this idea to work. Because if we take one part, one place, it won't work. I mean, it should be worldwide. People, we, the people need, uh, need just to uh raise our voices and speak up speak up speak mm -hmm. about it and go to it it's about speaking our truth yeah it's yeah it's about speaking yeah. the truth yeah, yeah absolutely. right absolutely so yeah. we i personally would love to uh hang out with you guys all night and because <laughs> i have Me like eight, i have like 18 more questions to ask uh, but we are closing in. Um, and Nara, tell them about what's important to us. Connection, six degrees, of, or the six, the law of six handshakes. What's... Sure. Yeah. So basically, we're in this program. We're using the rule of six uh, handshakes. That is that uh, we, each person uh, on this planet, knows the other person within five people. So when... Uh, this is also the way it will work, the spreading of the idea of creative society uh, working within uh, the, uh, the rule of six handshakes. So uh, what we ask at the end of the program is that we ask our guests to nominate um, anyone they'll know, anyone they'll also want uh, to be as our guests here. Um, yeah, and speak about creative society, speak about themselves uh, to be as inspiring as you guys. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, if you have anyone in, in your mind and you like to nominate that person, we'll be happy to hear that. You mean right now? 
or later you can send Why us not? <laughs> but if you know somebody now we'd love to hear who they are yeah well two people come to mind i guess off the you know i have a database of forty thousand people so wow. <laughs> talk, you're talking to a former publicist I'm <laughs> that's amazing well send well, them on yeah, yeah. I, also, I also run a, a, you know, a very, very large TEDx event. So um, I don't know, two people come to mind, one on the science side, Dawson Church, he's uh, one of the leading guys in epigenetic, epigenetics, um, just an amazing voice who, um, you know, is all about heart. He's got a book out called Blissful Brain, which is how to get your brain to bliss. It's a fairly new one, although he has many, many books out. And then our dear friend, Jill Lublin, who is not, you know, she's not new to, uh, to any stage. She's been on massive stages like Tony Robbins. And um, she's a dear friend of ours who does a lot about just spreading kindness. Actually, mm -hmm. her book is about kindness. So those are two, but, you know, with a database of 40,000 people, I'm sure I'm like, I could come up with more, but. Well, we'll, we'll definitely talk <laughs> after about how to get a hold of those folks. We'd love to connect and have them on. But as we, as we wrap up today, uh, there's two things, I, uh, two questions I have for you guys. Uh, number one is it's been so informational and I know that there's not enough time to do all this. If someone would like to know more about transformational travel or more about how we can connect with our oneness where can we find you guys where where can someone connect with you and and touch base in case they wanted to learn more about what we've talked about today yeah well i mean for the transformative travel uh and i know we we only have a couple of minutes left uh we blog the world.com so that's w-e-e-l-o-g the world.com on all social media as well. And then our spiritual work that we do together is Blue, Blue Soul Earth. Earth. So bluesoulearth.com, bluesoulearth.com. And uh, on, our, on our YouTube channel, Blue Soul Earth, we've got lots of uh, just, you know, just 10 minute uh, digestible pieces about consciousness and spirituality and the convergence of spirituality and, and science. Mm. Um, so that's on our YouTube channel. So yeah, we'd love, you know, people that's to come wonderful. take a look and to engage with us and connect. And then we'll, we'll ask this then finally is, is there any last final words or thoughts or encouragement you'd like to leave with, uh, our, our audience? Yes, there <laughs> is. And what is that? I'll tell you for everybody, all human beings, mm. Be of peace, be of light, and be of love. And mm. give these qualities to everybody so that they may pass this on to others and others and others, and it just spreads throughout the world. Mm. Peace, That's love, truly. <laughs> That's a truly amazing message. And, you know, just... Uh, just linking to what you said, uh, I would also like to deliver that message with the invitation to um, Creative Society at United Weekend Conference that will take place on the 20th of this month, December, and where we would also, you know, speak more about. Uh, building creative society and how everyone counts and how everyone can join and build this creative society for me, for you, for everyone. 
And yeah, we invite you to, to join us. We invite everyone to join us who, who will, you know, bring his, her own piece to, to, to this puzzle, to, to building this, you know, um, world. And yeah, we would like to thank you uh, really uh, for being with us today for your amazing interview conversation and thank you again and thank you Steve uh, for co-hosting me today for hosting me <laughs> and uh, being the co-host so. uh, we're gonna we're gonna walk away from today uh with a video on the conference and again mm -hmm. uh, Renee and Anthony it's been such an honor uh Blue thank Soul you. Earth is the place to find them uh make sure you guys are heading out to Blue Soul Earth and I will pass it on to producers to walk us out with a video about our upcoming conference. So enjoy this video and thank you everybody. Have a wonderful, wonderful Thank day. you. Om Shanti Shanti. <laughs> Every day we share a great amount of information. This information forms our reality. Is this the way we wish to live? We need change. The change starts with us, with the information we share. Consumer society leads us to death. We need a new vector of life, a creative society. It is up to you and me to build a creative society worldwide, where human life is the main value. Development of humanity is the main aim. Human safety is the main priority. Is it possible to build a creative society now? Yes, all we need to do is unite in one common idea, a creative society. People around the world are already acting to share the idea of creative society with the whole world to make it a reality. Learn how on the unique international online conference, Creative Society, United We Can, December 20th, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, live on Alatra TV. You are the one who can change the future.